so uh, yes it's a very interesting um, uh, topic which is about uh, a law which just got changed last year um, um, how many of you know about this law which which was changed there was a very historic judgment which happened last year okay so uh, this was section 377 of the indian penal code and uh, uh, this law was recently uh, amended uh, last year on uh, 6th of september and uh, it was uh, one of the most historic uh, judgments very important judgment uh, ever declared by any court in the world i would say uh, and it was uh, usually applauded by uh, the most of the countries around the world and especially the united nations really patted the back of india with regards to the human rights issues so uh, why i decided to talk about this law is that uh, i don't know how many of you even know why this law came into existence uh, uh, why it was necessary to go to the court to uh, amend it and what are the after effects and you know there's a lot of still a lot of misconceptions in the minds of the people about this law and i'm glad to see there are so many students here i mean uh, i i i hope uh, after listening to me you you carry this message across to your friends your 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 family your kith and kin and uh, whosoever you want to uh, because it's it's important that uh, this awareness is uh, created and the the facts of this uh, case are known uh, now let me take you back to uh, 1857 how many of you are good in history or okay not many <laughs> anyway so 1857 was a very important year in the history of india uh, when we were ruled by the british we all know we were colonized by british uh, can uh, anyone tell me um, what happened in 1857 yes sorry yeah first war of independence the indian mutiny took place in 1857 uh, that's when the britishers really felt uh, that you know threatened that yes india can also revolt by then by till then they always thought oh we are slaves we can do anything they want and you know take us for granted and all and uh, so queen victoria was the empress of india and she sent her spies to find out uh, that what's happening in this country uh, who are the people who are uh, you know so powerful that uh, Uh, they can revolt against us also and uh, the the spies got the the this report back to her and they identified these there were several others but these two two most important communities were identified uh, who were very powerful financially and socially uh, and one of them was uh, the fem the the commercial sex workers or the prostitutes and the second one was the transgenders okay now transgenders were or, or, or i would say specifically in the transgender umbrella hijras or kinners okay now uh, uh, if you all know the 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 hijras had really fought uh, very hard to protect the mogul emperor uh, bahadur shah zafar his his uh, the last emperor of the mogul they were they were in the warrior uh, you know the uh, they were fighting the war i mean i can say for the fact because uh, i belong to a dynasty which is 600 years old and we have evidence of hijras fighting our wars 
<laughs> so you know it it is not a lie it is it is a fact that hijras have been warriors hijras have protected hijras have protected our royal courts hijras have protected our our kingdoms they have really been very fearful and, and have been have been fighting and protecting us i mean today you may, we may not give them that their due, due respect that's another thing but they have been really they have been really fighters and uh, so now what did uh, queen victoria do was that she got this uh, officer very senior officer lord macaulay to draft out a law which could break the powers of these two communities and that's how section 377 was formed if you if you read the law very carefully uh, it it has a direct impact on breaking the power of the transgenders and the and the prostitutes uh, it it talks about carnal carnal intercourse uh, which is uh, a sexual act which is against the order of nature and uh, which between a man and a man and a man and a woman and a and man and and a woman with an animal which is penetrative in nature but doesn't result in procreation okay so i mean it's it's very clear that if you go to a prostitute a female sex worker uh, you will have a penetrative sex but who will go to a prostitute to bear a child you know we don't want to make her pregnant you, you go for her your sexual pleasure we don't go go to see that the child gets pregnant and yeah sometimes she does get pregnant but not always secondly if you are having a penetrative sex with a transgender a, a hijra a kinner you're definitely not going to get she's not uh, getting getting going to get pregnant for sure so that way the, they were criminalized under the law uh, and she of course added uh, uh animal sex also in that i mean that was not relevant with with the indian mutiny because animals had not helped in the you know in the revolt but that was queen victoria's thought very interestingly she did not bring lesbianism into the picture maybe she thought lesbians didn't exist or whatever you know that was so this what i'm trying to say is that this entire law was not an indian law it was a colonial law uh, made drafted by the britishers based on the victorian moralities and mind you if if we are taking indian law and culture into consideration then we are we are far more advanced because india is the land of kama sutra which was dating back to 500 bc india is the land of khajurao which has got open depiction of homoerotic forms of statues and sculptures so this law was definitely not in, in based on indian morality it was totally based on victorian morality and uh, it was targeting the, the this communities who she felt were uh, threatening the uh, british uh, empire so anyway the law was formed and then uh, uh, it was uh, surprisingly not many uh, cases were filed in this in the court of law because most of the time they were they have been dismissed by the police very interestingly uh in 1947 we all know india got independent and uh, our uh, uh constitution was made in fact today it, co- it coincides with uh, ambedkar jayanti i think uh, yeah so punyatithi yeah so punyatithi of ambedkar the the man who uh, i respect a lot for uh, drafting the one of the best constitutions ever in the world and this constitution which was drafted by baba saheb ambedkar uh, has given rights which are equal to all indian citizens if you read the constitution 
uh, it says very clearly says that it is giving rights to all Indian citizens irrespective of caste, creed, race, religion, and sexuality. And there are four rights which are mentioned in this the, uh, in the Constitution: right to equality, right to uh, privacy, right to live with dignity and respect, and right not to be discriminated. These four rights were guaranteed by the Indian Constitution when India got independent. We threw the Britishers out. Unfortunately, India still continued with uh, Section 377. Now tell me, total contradiction. On one hand, your constitution is guaranteeing equal rights to all citizens of India. And on the other hand, there is a law which was being drafted by Britishers and we have thrown the Britishers out of the country, and yet that law, which is contradicting the Indian constitution, is still continued by the government. So, well, India got independent on 15th August 1947. The LGBT community lost its independence. We were deprived of these rights, these four rights, given to us by the Indian constitution. Even though we are Indian citizens, we are paying taxes to the government, we are, we are living here, we are, we, are, we, are, we are like you and me, you know. There's no difference between you and me. We are, I'm also Indian citizen, I'm enjoying the... But we were not given these rights. And that is the reason why we needed to knock the doors of the court and say that, look, we are existing. It's been 70 years since India is independent. Why are you still slaves of the Britishers? UK, Britain has done away with that law long ago. When Elton John can get married to his husband in the same cathedral where Prince Charles is getting married. That means UK has gone far more beyond us. And why is this law, British law, still continuing in this country when we have Indian constitution? Yes, if Baba Sahib Ambedkar would have said that these four fundamental rights are given to all Indian citizens except lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender then I would have withdrawn. I would have said, okay, Baba Sahib is right, I am wrong. But he didn't say that. He said, all Indian citizens, and we are also Indian citizens. If you are a lesbian, you are an Indian citizen. If you are gay, you are an Indian citizen. If you are a transgender, you are an Indian citizen. Then why discriminate against us? Anyway, so we went to the court. There was a long drawn battle. Uh, first we won the case in Delhi High Court, 2009. Then we lost the case again, against in 2013. For the first time in the history of India, all the religious leaders of India united. It has never happened. <laughs> we have just seen one war in Ayodhya. But, but the first time, you know, it's, it's never happened that all the religious leaders have united. Even the Muslim leaders united, Hindus united. Everyone, not a single religious leader was saying that we are not good. They all united for what? For challenging the Delhi High Court judgment, which gave us the constitution, which is giving us the constitutional rights. Anyway. We didn't lose hope. We are saying we, 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 are, we have full justice on the Supreme Court. We filed a curative petition in 2014, uh, just after the, the, uh, the, 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 we lost the case in 2013. And, uh, and mind you, the government did not go into appeal. It was the religious leaders who went into the appeal. And the government that time said uh, there was this law minister, uh, Virapan Moili. He made a statement on the national television and he said this was the best argued case in the history of India. 
in 2009 when we when we won the case and then uh, the the religious leaders they went against us so i said fine uh, prove it that if it is a uh, uh, you know you think it's not constitutional and uh, anyway uh, 2014 we filed the curative uh, petition uh, 2014 coincidentally was the first time that the supreme court also gave a judgment uh, which was called the nalsa judgment which was giving transgender rights that was absolute unexpected and reversal you know i remember the day the judgment came i landed at new york airport and the, i was bombarded by the media they said how did your country even give transgender rights to your to to you when america is still struggling with the transgenders and bathrooms you know <laughs> you know how did that happen i said well india is a country of a country of paradox anything can happen there you know so you you better be prepared so anyway so that happened in 2014 and then uh, and uh, yeah and then the, the the arguments were going on and on and on and then finally uh, in uh, uh, 2018 last year all the religious leaders united but none of them were able to prove that this is unconstitutional or this is uh, against the order of nature and they all lost they all totally lost the case none of them even won mind you uh, as i was telling you this law was not just targeting us it was also targeting the heterosexual population which means each one of you sitting in this audience all of you all would have been criminals and who fought for it you all didn't fight for yourselves we fought for you we give you freedom so when 6 september came of course we celebrate our freedom but you all should also celebrate otherwise today all of you would be sitting in jail why because according to the law even a married man and a woman or even unmarried if you are if you are having a i have a girlfriend or your boyfriend or anyone and if you are you are having sex and if it is a penetrative sex and not resulting in a baby because according to queen victoria if you are having if you only if you produce a child then that is legal all other sexual act without producing children is illegal including one one uh, interpretation has says that even masturbation is a crime now tell me in this audience who doesn't masturbate <laughs> so you know all of so all of us are criminals you know see see we had a law from 19 Uh, eight, uh, when was this? 1860s to 2018. Just imagine we had a law in our country which said masturbation is a crime, and you can go to jail for that. Can you imagine? And if this would have continued, you know, if we wouldn't have gone to the court, you still we would have all of you would have been criminals. But because uh, the heterosexual population was not denied the rights given by the Indian Constitution, you all are not bothered. you know how many of you even knew that you are you could be criminal what right has the government to go inside our bedrooms and check what we are doing what right does the government have what do what we do yeah see the supreme court had said uh, amend it we haven't cancelled the section section 377 we have made we have amended the law and the amendment says that consenting adults that they should be the both the parties should be uh, adults and they both should consent with each other then uh, section 377 would not apply whether it's a man and a man whether it's a man and a woman whether it's a woman and a woman but yes of course it has taken care to protect animals so definitely we don't want bestiality 
I am not in a favor of bestiality. I am, in fact, working for animal rights. You know, I, I rescue animals, and I am the last person to even say that uh, uh, animal sex should be uh, legalized. You know, so animals have been protected under the law. Uh, uh, children have been protected, and that's why the word adult is used. So you cannot have sex with a child, even though the child may consent. But you, you're not supposed to have sex with a child. So that child, child is also uh, is also protected, and of course. Uh, that the, you cannot force you, it has to be on, with consent so you cannot force uh, uh, a man cannot uh, you know it is like amounting to rape so then you that that it has to be consensual so that is the reason why uh, these three amendments were made and finally this uh, uh, this law was uh, 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 was amended so if somebody asked me uh, to to briefly say uh, about this law, uh, many times journalists, you know, they have they ask that how do you define this law? I put it very simply: it it is it was a dispute of humanity versus hypocrisy. Very simply, it is a dispute of humanity versus hypocrisy. If uh, Indians think on the humanitarian grounds that yes, there is humanity exists in this country, then we will win. But if Hypocrisy goes beyond humanitarian grounds. Then we will lose. So, friends, uh, it was it was very clear that even though the religious leaders united and they did all their drama and whatever they need, wanted to do in the court, they did, including our Baba Ramdev. <laughs> the less said about him, the better. So, and you know, the, the, where could they get an evidence? I mean, the court goes on evidence, you know. You don't. You can't just uh, uh, just have illogical arguments and uh, say that uh, you know th this is right and this is wrong. So uh, it, they, they, it was the evidence was proved. The, we have the historical evidence. We have this. Uh, we have this. The psychological. Even the Indian Psychiatric Association, like the American Psychiatric Association, went on to say that it is the it is not a mental illness. Homosexuality is not a mental illness. I mean, if today it would be mental illness, I would not have been called by Orange Literature Festival. I would have been in the mental hospital now, you know. <laughs> if, if, I would, if, if this was the case, if I was mentally ill, I would, why, why, would, why would anyone call me? I have, I have been to Oprah show, I have done the Kardashian shows. Why, why would the people call me if I would be mentally ill then, you know? It's, it's very simple. So it is, it's just hypocrisy. The reason why, uh, I mean, the the topic story was journey of a prince the the reason why i came out of my royal closet what was the necessity of me to i could have lived a luxurious life in the palace and enjoyed my my um, servants and staff and everyone but why was the necessity necessity of me to come out of my comfort zone and my luxury and all and declare to the whole world that yes i am gay and so what because i wanted to break this hypocrisy prevailing in our country, where, interestingly, homosocial behavior is accepted. Homosocial behavior is accepted in our country. You see men and men clinging to each other, women and women clinging to each other in public, holding hands, kissing, hugging, all that we are accepting. You go to a hotel, you go to an apartment, you, you, can, uh, you can hire a room, you can hire a uh, hotel room. Uh, two males can hire and stay, there's nobody questions them. Two women can hire, they, nobody questions. But if a man and a woman to come together, oh my God, who are they? 
what is the relation is she a girlfriend is she a sister is she what you know male and female no not accepted it because our country is a not a it is not a heterosexual behavior is not accepted but homosexual behavior is definitely accepted in our country and in spite of that there is so much of homophobia there is so much bigotry there is so much of hypocrisy why i mean when as i was telling you we have we have our uh, ramayana mahabharata so many examples i can give you where where uh, we have evidence uh, is, is there in our scriptures then why this uh, <clears throat> this hatred discrimination if somebody comes out openly as gay in our office he is not given promotion if you if you tell your parents you are gay uh, and tell them that mom i don't want to get married the mom threatens that oh you have to get married to a girl otherwise i am going to commit suicide parents parents emotionally blackmail you what do we do i mean no no fault of ours but you, you we have to we have to face uh, the 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 uh, ostracization from the society so that was the reason i did but ultimately i believed in one thing uh, i was honest to myself and honest to others and honesty always wins i know that satya meva jayate i'm greatly inspired by gandhi ji and i i i believed in that truth and finally friends on 6 september 2018 humanity won and hypocrisy lost thank you i think uh, I my name is dr prasad sewal i'm representing nagpur book club here uh, so my question was there is a uh, i would like to know your views on this there is a bill in the canadian parliament which says that uh, uh the third gender should have a non binary pronoun to be used when you refer to a person of the third gender rather than saying his or her it is mandated that we say they as a singular pronoun so do you think uh, this would be the next uh, logical step in the indian society to yeah. please shed some light on that <clears throat> yeah yeah you're right uh, it, it's already started happening it's it's happening here uh, we have a, a, a transgender representative sitting here in the audience and uh, you, we are going to have another session now very soon it's very it's happening that uh, his his her or they that that concept is because i do a lot of corporate uh, training i go to do and uh, uh, talk to the employees on diversity and inclusion so this concept is gradually going to come into india also that uh, you know uh, instead of calling his or her sometimes they yeah Gauri, you want to add something to that? Yeah. Can we can we ask? Huh? Huh? Yeah. No, I I think let's let's give her a chance because you already asked one question. We should be fair to the other sex as well. <laughs> yeah yeah please hello hello sir uh, ashwarya verma this side uh, my question uh, maybe uh, is out of context but uh, section like legalizing uh, these like section 377 does it play any role in uh, lessening the rape cases like do you have any answer like uh, uh, jo uh, like jo and jo hota tha diwari ke piche ab wo khulam ho sakta hai but uh, fir bhi रेप केसेस आर इंक्रीजिंग सो लाइक हाउ हाउ सेक्शन 377 वुड हेल्प इन दिस सी एज आई वाज टेलिंग यू दैट 
non consensual sex you know when when it's a question of rape is when it's you you know you don't consent to a rape you know you are you are it's it's actually non consensual so any non consensual sex is will is is happening then it's definitely section 377 is going to apply you cannot force a person whether it's a male or a male it's a male or a female or female or a male uh, you can you will not be able to force upon that person so uh this this the, the it will definitely be a crime it will definitely be an offense it it will amount to rape yeah uh, as a student of constitutional law sir sir i'm here yeah. <laughs> i just will like to know because i always talk about the impact analysis of the judgment so as the supreme court judgment the verdict which has come in 2018 has your daily life has changed because of the verdict that has come in yeah definitely the life has improved uh, <clears throat> a lot after the because see for the first time we got a legal recognition you know we were indian citizens fine but without a recognition you know we we, we had no rights we had, all our rights were like you know just uh, there but not uh, not given to us or not rather uh, affirmed to us so now at least uh, legally nobody can discriminate against us against us legally uh, nobody can question you what are you doing in your bedroom you know <laughs> legally nobody can uh, tell you that uh, uh, you know uh, you, you 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 cannot live with uh, dignity and respect so we now we have a very strong foundation of legal uh, rights given to us uh, as a indian citizen but definitely we have a big challenge ahead to see how we can get the society's mindset to accept us because that is a, a, a for me a bigger challenge than even the getting the legal rights the societal rights that's something which i'm uh, we are all uh, unitedly uh, trying to address and see that we kind of get it yeah uh, so this amendment has uh, given the right for uh, it has uh, uh, decriminalizes the sex between the consensual sex my question is about the what are the other rights that are you required that is the marriage right the property rights yeah. the inheritance right and adoption rights yeah see i i i am a person who believes that we have to take step by step you know baby steps you have to take so it's just been a year that we have actually been recognized constitutionally as an indian citizen so other rights will will happen but it will take time you know we my i think my first priority would be uh, as an activist not to rush into the other rights but gradually go into that but first and for foremost as i was answering question to madam was that we we need to work with the society we need to work with the st stakeholders at large and try to convince them like today's was another kind of an education i i i do lot of uh, i go to uh, universities colleges schools trying to tell the students the 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 the, the communities that uh, you know why we need this, why why we had to fight this case so uh, i think uh, it will take time if i i compare india with america then india was uh, america had the stonewall riots in 1969 and when the lgbt movement started and 2015 obama gave them marriage equality you know so many years it took them so i think india will also is not ready as yet for all those those things it it will gradually happen but not i don't think it's a priority for me now yeah, yeah. so so though, as the though the law is amended still may, though the law is amended but still many closeted people face problem like yeah. 
many parents don't accept their children so is there any impact or any backup for their those children who any association of for those children who are rejected by their parents yeah so what we have done is we, there is an organization has been formed in india called swikar which is which is formed by the parents of of those who have accepted their children okay so one way is that uh, uh, we use the parents to talk to other parents you know the the father talking to father or mother talking to a mother makes a lot of difference another thing which i am doing is i have started up shelter home <laughs> kind of you know from i was also thrown out from the house so i know how it, how difficult it is to you know to deal with that situation so i started a, a kind of a rescue home or shelter home whatever you can call it so anyone who has been who i get thrown out of the home can come uh, come and stay with me i opened the my palace doors to that so uh, the you, you can come and stay for the till the time you <clears throat> so you can come and stay till the time you you, uh, you feel that you're not confident enough and at the same time we 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 start educating the parents i mean i get a lot of you, I, surprisingly nowadays i'm getting a lot of calls from parents mothers and fathers are calling me and telling me that we are ready to accept our child but how do we face the society you know so i'm trying to do my best how to kind of you know get them uh, reconciled and all that and and lot of of course children are coming to me and i i have just now also i have a trans woman staying with me she's come all the way from new jersey imagine <laughs> she is not safe in new jersey also she's living with me in india so yeah i don't have any question i just want to add to your uh, said that swikar nagpur has also started recently ah uh, yeah yeah swikar nagpur has started he is the founder of a trust in nagpur uh, <laughs> he's my he's my baby he he calls me mom mom dad whatever i don't know <laughs> but he's my he's my son he's he's doing wonderful job in, in nagpur anyone has any problems in nagpur you can contact him uh, he's uh, trying to help out a lot of uh, lgbt community parents children anyone thank you for sharing that answer dekha gaya tha ki is vishay ko leke dharmik guruon ne aapka kafi virodh kiya तो मैं ये जानना चाहता हूं कि जो धार्मिक ग्रंथ है उनमें कहीं इस विषय पर चर्चा हुई है क्या हम ये जानना चाहते हैं हाँ बिल्कुल बिल्कुल धार्मिक देखिए जब कानून में जब जब कोर्ट जब हियरिंग करता है तब काफी मुद्दों के ऊपर करता है और जब भी कुछ भी सबूत दिया गया है धार्मिक गुरु के तरफ से जिसके भी तरफ से सबका अच्छे से और ये हियरिंग में काफी समय गया है मतलब हम ये हमने सबसे पहले ये केस अभी नहीं करीब 18 साल से ये केस चल रहा है अभी कोई नया केस नहीं है और इसको हर एक चीज को बहुत ध्यान से देखा गया है कि क्योंकि आखिर एक एक भारतीय नागरिक का हक का सवाल है देखिए ये ये समझने की बात है कि क्या आप अपने नागरिक को एक हक देना चाहते हैं कि नहीं देना चाहते आप क्या मानव अधिकार ये मानव अधिकार का सवाल है एलजीबीटी राइट्स आर ह्यूमन राइट्स यू नो आई यू लुक एट एट दैट वे वी आर वी आर ह्यूमन बींग्स वी आर ह्यूमन वी हैव द वी हैव द राइट टू लिव लाइक एनी अदर ह्यूमन बींग इज लिविंग सो वो सब को ध्यान में रखिए ये ये जजमेंट दिया गया है तो इसलिए इसलिए ये एक बहुत ऐतिहासिक जजमेंट है और लेट मी टेल यू दिस जजमेंट इज गोइंग टू पे वे टू लॉट ऑफ अदर जजमेंट्स हैपनिंग इन इन द वर्ल्ड 
Taiwan has legalized same-sex marriage. Nepal is considering over uh, legalizing uh, homosexuality. There are some other countries in Africa who have, you know, have already done. So India is, has become a role model. India ko, India se logon ko prerna mil rahi hai ke agar Bharat kar sakti hai aur ek aur cheez main bolna chahunga ke World Bank ne ek study kiya tha usme India ko lekar ye study hua tha ke the economic development of India will depend on how much it recognizes the human rights of its citizens. To wo bhi ek economic bhi mudda hai isme. You know, there are a lot of things. But anyway, I think I have exceeded my time limit. Agar kisi ko aur bhi prashno ho, my, my uh, email address, my mobile or whatever, if these people have, they can share with you. You, you are free to uh, bother me and text me and write to me. I'll be happy to answer your questions. Thank you so much.